You're not afraid of being home alone. You're afraid of being home and not alone. <laughs> Welcome, all you mindless idiots. It's out of place first Halloween. From Stephen Daniel's sick, twisted mind comes some sickening piece of sh. Far worse than Kelly and Seggy left. Pelosi's nasty drike. Sit back and enjoy the show, or suck on LeBron's left toe. <laughs> Welcome to the first Halloween special from out of place. Ah, ah, ah. You manless blood bugs are in for the treat. This is better than your fetish with feet. But why would I say that? Anyway. Lock all your doors and turn out the lights. Jump in bed and pull the covers up tight. Ghosts will be hiding and waiting in the walls. Along with the stay-at-home SJW nutballs, the ale will be cold and steel. As the jack-o'-lanterns grin at you from the windows. Okay, that, that was a little too corny. I'm sorry for that. And if you are already offended and think we're too mean, out of place, don't give a damn, so happy f***ing Halloween! Ah, ah, ah. And then when the old lady opened her trunk, the clown jumped up and killed her. And no one has ever seen her again. If no one saw her again, how did the people know she was murdered? Hyper, it's Dad. His stories always have missing plot points. No, it doesn't. Whatever you say, Dad. Oh, come on, guys. Why aren't you guys having fun? This is fun, right? Right? Nope. Nick? Nah. Why not? First of all, you can say you were a Boy Scout all you want, but it took you two hours to build the tent. Yeah, and we fished for two and a half hours and we didn't catch anything. We are hungry, Dad. Well... We got this. Stromix is not dinner, Dad. Oh, come on. Enjoy the outdoors. You guys needed a break from the phones, the tablets, the, the, the gaming consoles and all that sh- Dad, you're on social media more than me and Nick put together. How do you know? We can see your stupid political memes that you seem so proud of posting. You guys share memes, too. We are kids. You are an adult. Or at least you look like you should be one. Hey! Oh, Dad, I'm kidding. We are just annoyed because we don't get the whole camping thing. I think it's great when people could live off the land. Two miles from the house. This is not real camping anyways. What do you mean? They're on a pre-established little plot of land with a little picnic table and a tiny crappy grill that comes with this. It's still camping. Just admit it that this is not camping, Dad. We're pretty much paying money to pretend we're homeless. Okay, all right. You you want me to be real with you? Yes, please. Fine. I'll admit all that stuff if you both stop with the attitude. And if you do, I'll cut you a deal. I'm listening. Nick, I will buy you a PS5 and Piper, that Cosmo robot thingy that you've been wanting. But you have to go hiking, tell scary stories, sing songs, go fishing again, and act like you are enjoying this camping thing. Make that an Xbox Series X. Instead of hiking, we go swimming, no singing, yes to fishing, and one scary story, this trip, and we will act like we are having the time of our lives. Deal. Piper? Sounds good to me. Okay, I want to cash in the scary story right now. <sighs> no, 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 no. You both said that you will act like you're enjoying all of this, remember? Oh, 
Dad, please tell us a scary story. Yeah, but don't make it too scary. I don't want to get nightmares. Smart asses. You said a bad word. Whatever. Mom, Grandma, and Grandpa ain't here, so I'm going to say whatever the hell I want. Damn right! Only me. You guys can't curse. Of course. Really? What? The light on your face thing? What are we? Two? No, you're eight. I'm ten years old, Dad. Father of the year here. My bad. I knew that. Now you have to get me two Cosmos. All right, fine. Fine. Two Cosmos. Listen up. This is a story about the out-of-place cast going to a haunted hotel. (laughs) And then... (coughs) Wrong pipe. (coughs) Here goes the most cliche horror story ever. So, sit back, grab your candy corn, and enjoy Out of Place and the Rose Hotel. (laughs) Uh, where the hell are we? I don't know, this GPS keeps telling me to go this way But this is kind of creeping me out though That dumbass GPS is taking us way out in the middle of the boons Boons? Yeah, the boons, like out in the middle of nowhere Boons We've been driving for hours Well, our fans will wait for us no matter what I know, we have the most loyal fans, but I just wish we knew where we were. Seriously, where are we? I'm starting to wig out back here. Yeah, how much longer? If I don't get a drink soon, I'm going to go crazy and start motorboating Brit back here. I don't think I'd protest to that. Oh, I found my drinking buddy. I think we're almost there. The thing says that we're just a few minutes away. Yeah, guys, just relax and take a deep breath. Think of it like a nice little vacation. Um, I'm sorry, but who the f*** are you? I told you when we met at the airport. I'm Alexandra. I know your name, but what do you do on the show? She writes all my monologues. Well, I'm glad we all got to finally meet in person. I still think we should have done this in Vegas. Yeah, Stephen. Why couldn't we do this in Vegas again? Money. Couldn't afford it. You don't want to know what I had to do for us to be here. I want to know. Oh, yeah, me too. Sorry, but no. It is between me, God, and Richie. Is that your wife's name? No, his wife's name's Monique. So who the f*** is Richie? Just a guy I made on Facebook. Oh, Steven, I would like to hear more about this Richie guy. Who is not your wife? Is he your secret male lover? Oh, look, a deer. What do you do on the show, Britt? I used to do the theme park news segment. But that damn Rona kept messing everything up. Now I don't even know what the hell I'm doing. I've been trying to get Steve here to get rid of me. But he hasn't gotten the message yet. Oh, I've gotten the message. I just selfishly want and you all to mind. Please turn that on. No, seriously. You genuinely make me laugh every episode. Yeah, right. How about you, Rachel? What do you do on the show? I host the sexiest segment on the podcast. Wow. Sounds fun. I have to listen to it. Yeah, me too. I bet you are crazy in bed, Alex. I can't and won't answer that. (laughs) Yeah, definitely a crazy sex nut. Wait a minute. Let me get this straight. You guys just admitted that you don't know who does what on the show. Right? So that means that no one listens to it? Rachel? Nope. Britt? Mm-mm. Alex? Sorry, Steven. I am sorry to say that I haven't listened to it either. It's okay, Steven. I'm sure somebody listens to it. Yeah, like your mom. Or your wife. Or Richie. <laughs> no, they don't listen to it either. 
Wait, is that the place? Is that where we're staying? Please turn yep. right on. I think so. Will you die? Where the f*** did you find this place? I found an incredible deal on a site called bookshitplaces.com. Steven? Yeah? I think it's bookshitplaces.com. No, but... I... Oh. Well, damn. <laughs> I don't care where we sleep. I just want a drink. Drinking makes everything better. I don't drink. Well, things are about to change for you, Alex. You are with Rachel now, and Rachel will show you what fun is. Britt will also show Alex how to have some fun. Hell yeah, girls' night. All right, we're here. Mm. Well, this is creepy as We're in the middle of nowhere, sleeping at this messed up looking hotel that looks haunted as All that's missing is... I'm sure we're going to be fine. That's what everybody says before Slenderman f***s them in the ass. Slenderman? Yeah, that tall, bald guy with no face, always wears a suit, stalks everyone and impales them on trees. That sounds like a really fun weekend. Is he real? I don't know. I don't think so. All right, let's go inside, check in, because I need a drink too. This story is going to be the corniest Halloween story ever. Oh, come on, just give it a chance. Hey, Dad, can we have s'mores? Um... You forgot the stuff for the s'mores. Really? I'm sorry. I completely forgot. It's like one of the most important things to take on a camping trip, especially a Halloween camping trip. I'm very disappointed in you, Dad. No one forgets the freaking s'mores! Hello, listeners. As you already know, I am a huge fan of watching movies. Horror is my second favorite genre, comedy being number one. I critique horror movies very harshly. I like to be scared. I also love when a film or show uses prosthetics and practical effects rather than CGI. I feel like so many horror movies today uses too much CGI. The buildup is good, but then when you see the ghost monster or whatever, I'm not scared anymore. I used to watch the face off on the sci-fi channel. I actually need to start watching that again, but I always liked it. Uh, why the f- can't they do that in the movies right now? Some of the stuff that I seen on that show was amazing. If you don't know what face off is, it is a competition elimination series on the sci-fi channel where special effects makeup artists participate in challenges for a grand prize and the honor of being Hollywood's next great effects artist uh, where they will hardly be used. If you are into that kind of stuff like I am, I highly recommend that show. I know that one day I plan on producing a horror film and I want awesome special effects and prosthetics that will give people nightmares. I want people to protest my movie because of how scary and gory it was. You already know from listening to me this year that I am a special kind of unfiltered sick and I have many horror stories to bring to life. I have had many nightmares that would scare the out of you and I write it all down and draw it too. Why? Because one... That is what writers do and should do. And two, I remember seeing uh, something, some type of in a documentary is like uh, where the creator of, of the Xenomorph, you know, from Aliens, talking about how he created the concept and it was from his dream. That is literally from nightmares. So I am just waiting on someone rich and dumb enough to invest in me. Anyways, I'm going to list my top personal 25 horror movies of all time. I'm not a professional critic or movie reviewer. This is my opinion. You might not like my list, but I don't care. Also, I have watched what feels like hundreds of horror movies from the silent era, watching Nesferatu to horror movies of today, like 
watching Nancy Pelosi eating ice cream out of her expensive fridge while people lose their jobs, home, starving. Very scary. So many good ones that I wish I can list if, if I were to list like my top 100, but something like that would take like a whole freaking episode. It would take about two or three hours to get through all of my favorite horrors. I had to knock it down to 25. So I would list the ones that either me up as a kid or scared the fuck out of me with the scene or something I've seen even as an adult. Either way, it did something to me and I love it. Movies like Psycho, The Invisible Man, The Sixth Sense, they're amazing, but it didn't scare me. Those, like many, are great stories and it won't be on my list. Oh, and keep in mind that this is not ranked in any order. I started to rank them, but then I had a battle with myself and it just took up too much time. So I said, decided just to name the movies in no particular order, out of play style. So let's get started. The first one is The Grudge. Only the first one. The rest in the franchise is pure garbage. The original felt like it had a little more of a creepy vibe and definitely a better flow, but the remake's imagery was just far more horrifying to me. I know that it was very cliche and very predictable, but I am not talking about the story or anything. What I'm talking about, what scared the f*** out of me, was The Grudge and The Sun. They didn't look like any ghost that I had ever seen. They had this look... You know, this pale look, and it was really freaky. So freaky that I couldn't, I had a hard time watching the damn ads. So every time I saw the ad, and especially at nighttime, I would have to turn away. Just thinking about that wide-eyed, pale face and that little boy's black eye still freaks me out today. And then you add that sound from the mom. Me being freaked out on how they looked and sounded made certain scenes scary as f- like the attic scene or when that boy was by the bedside uh, when she was under the sheets looking at that no jaw lady when that security guy or detective whatever was looking at the camera footage when she was crawling down the stairs onto the guy when Sarah opened the door and that grudge head just floated down because of all of these scenes and the way she looks i can't watch this still today on my own at night call me a i don't care scary next on the list is the shining now i don't think it's a scary movie as a whole the movie is more of a psychological movie but what scared the out of me okay and still to this day is that hallway scene why well i love going on vacations and i've stayed in many hotels there are so many hotels that look freaky as quiet and long hallways as a husband and a dad it's mostly my duty to get or buy things for us in the room if i have to do it early in the morning or late at night or where there are no windows in the hallways like in vegas i always remember that hallway scene. come play with us come play with us daddy i'm always ready to say no i don't want to play me up every time almost in every vacation next is jaws this movie has me afraid of the ocean as a kid who had parents that were beach bums i hated the ocean and still do i love looking at it 
one of the most peaceful things to me to do, to sit on the beach. And f*** that, swimming in the ocean for fun. Nope, always had that song stuck in my head when I was swimming around as a little boy. I hated swimming. You had to force me to go out in the ocean. And that is the only reason why this one is one of the scariest movies for me, because it caused me, along with watching Shark Week as a kid, to be afraid of the big blue. Next is Alien. For this movie, it all comes down to the xenomorph. The design scared the hell out of me as a kid, and it still gives me the goose pimples. Like I said earlier, the dude that created it made the design from the sketch pad. He would draw out things after having the nightmares. So f*** that thing. It freaks me out so much that I could never play through the Alien Isolation game as much as I want to complete it. Oh, and I remember that there was this alien sequence in the great movie ride at Disney's Hollywood Studios when it used to be MGM. I hated the part when you had to go through the, the alien thing. You could look it up online, look up the vids, and, and you could see, but it's no longer there because now uh, what's in its place is the Mickey Runaway Railway. But man, when I was a kid and we would go through that, I would close my eyes, I'm like, what the f***? This is not Disney. And then at the same time, you could just go right over to Magic Kingdom and experience the alien encounters. I, I f- hated being forced to ride that ride. It was super f- scary as a kid, just being in the dark, feeling the xenomorph. Walking, just walking around. First, you see the xenomorph, and you know, in the damn tube in the center, and then they turn off the lights, and it starts walking around, and you feel it breathing on you. And some people would kind of spit on you, but now it's Stitch's great escape. Damn that! Because of that ride, the two rides, and because of the damn movie, and being a kid, that image of the xenomorph still gets me. So next one, I'm going to combine the two movies because I felt like it's the same. Okay, at least to me. So I'm talking about the first Paranormal Activity and the first Blair Witch Project. Now, when these movies came out, the media and so many people thought that these were actual found footages. People thought it was real. That was what you were led to believe. So it had this super freaky element to it when you were, you know, sitting in a theater with other people thinking that what you were watching was real. Now, I'm not scared of monsters or zombies or anything like that, but ghosts scare the f*** out of me. It does. So when watching these movies, I was on the edge. I was scared. The scariest scenes in Blair Witch for me was every time they found those damn wooden stick figure things, something about them just freaked me the f*** out. If I was in their shoes and saw those things in the forest, I would be like, f*** this, I'm turning right back around. And then you got that whole f- ending in the house. Even the Blair Witch game in the house f- me up. Paranormal activity brought that same feeling, but into the home. The place where you are the most vulnerable. The scariest thing for me was the sound. Watch that shit with some awesome headsets and turn it up. It's freaky. There were so many things in the movie that f***ed me up besides the sounds. You got like the door opening, closing by itself. You got the sheets coming off, plants moving, things on the tables also moving and catching on fire. The powdered footsteps, lights turning on and off by itself. And when that was just standing there staring at her hubby. And also when that was dragged out of the bed. And when Mika was thrown into the camera, that whole movie had me sleeping with all the lights on for a while but the rest of the franchise i i still like them a lot of people don't like them but i I like them because they have you know good scene overall it's kind of sucks and you know i I get why people don't like them but they have certain scenes that are still a little the next movie is a nightmare on elm street what really scared me when i was a kid was that whatever happened to you you know when you dream and you had a nightmare and you wake up and you're like oh it's just a nightmare you know and then you just Tell yourself, this wasn't real. This wasn't real. But this movie said, nope. Now you're not safe also when you go to sleep. 
And then some of you are probably like, why are you watching all these movies as a kid? Well, listen, just like today, parents and grownups still say no to certain things and kids will find a way. My friends would copy the movie onto another VHS tape and bring it to school. And then I watch it somehow privately at home. It's probably a lot easier today because of all the streaming. All it takes is that one kid to say, hey, I watched it and here are the scenes. You got to watch it. And my parents were really strict, but I always found a way. Anyways, the scenes didn't really scare me. It was just the whole dying your dreams and there's nothing you could do about it that scared the f*** out of me. Next is Dawn of the Dead, the 2004 one. I'm a huge fan of zombies. I love the idea that any one of us can be a monster by just an infection. That itself is f***ing scary. Before The Walking Dead, I was one of the few that loved zombie stuff. People were always like, why would you like that stuff? Until it became popular. I know now people are sick of zombie games and zombie movies, but I still love it all. I do. Before this movie, the zombies in the movies were slow as Can outrun them. Then, all of a sudden, this movie had the zombies running. That thought scared the f*** out of me. Because my fat ass can't run that fast, so I would be screwed if I tried to outrun them. Next is The Exorcist. This movie, I believe, came out in um, 1973. And that was before I was born right? And I was born in 1986. But I saw this when I was eight years old because my friend said it was the scariest movie ever. I watched it and regretted watching that movie. Imagine you're an eight-year-old boy seeing that girl's head turn when things flying around, when you saw her stabbing herself, when you see her bulging throat, when you see that floating in the air and doing that spider walk down the stairs. I, I had nightmares for days and I couldn't tell my parents because they would know that I was watching all this stuff. So, and I hope that the remake is just as good. Next is The Conjuring. Before that franchise got off, that movie had my heart beating like crazy. There are so many scenes that had me keeping the lights on. Like the girl saying to her sister that there's someone standing there. And all that clapping. And when you first saw Annabelle, when you see that lady's foot float and, and then that exorcism scene, there are other scenes that were awesome too. But And if you haven't watched the first Conjuring movie yet, go watch it. It is way up there in my list. Next is Hereditary. Now this was a disturbing movie and it gave me some really good goose pimples. Like when Peter heard that clicking sound in class and then he slams his face on the desk. You just can't help but feel bad for him. When the mom sleeps, walks and tries to kill her son and oh, and when you see her in the background and you know, behind her son and she's on the roof, I was like, oh sh**. I mean, this movie is a little f***ed up and like I said before, disturbing, but has an interesting experience that has you glued to see what will happen next. But the imagery that me up and spooked me still today was when that mom was hitting her head on the ceiling. That scene. Next is The Witch. Just like Hereditary, they have a lot of disturbing scenes. This movie isn't filled with jump scares and is a little slow, but there are a lot of creepy elements. A lot of creepy scenes. The original score, the cinematography, it helps set that creepy vibe. It has some disturbing scenes, like I said. The scene that was creepiest to me, that had me like, oh, this is little was that Raven breastfeeding. Damn. Next is the 2017 It movie. After I watched the original It as a kid, I said, creepy clowns. I personally think that the 2017 version is better. I know it goes against the nostalgic mob, but the kids were better actors. They were believable. I feel like the newer It had more nightmarish induced 
up creations. The little boy, the original, had creepier vibes. The remake had creepier visuals. My favorite part was when the kids were watching the slideshow, and I really like it when Pennywise came out of the fridge. None of it was really scary, but it was enough to make you say, damn. Next is Cabin in the Woods. It is a good movie to watch at least once, and that's it. Why? Because most of the movie is nothing but boring, predictable horror movie tropes. But the last act, when you find out what the hell is going on, I mean, the whole elevator scene. If you haven't seen the movie, give it a go so you will know it was one of the best horror moments in cinema history. All right, we'll be back with 12 more of my favorite horror movies. Like I said before, I am a big horror fan. I have watched way more horror movies than this. And if I had listed all of them, it would be in the hundreds. And we don't got time for that. Stay tuned. Let us return to the story of Out of Place host. Will they have fun or be visited by ghosts and ghosts? Ah, ah, ah. Welcome to the Rose Hotel. How may I help you? Hi, I have a reservation for three rooms. Reservations under Stephen Daniel. Stephen with the V. Thank you. Just give me a moment. This fucking place is creepy as hell. I know. Maybe we should leave. Find something that wasn't found on bookshitplaces.com. I don't think we're going to find anything else out here. Next time, Vegas. Yes. Vegas. Why are you guys whispering? Stephen may sound like he doesn't care what people think but he gets the most triggered than all of us put together times five. Yeah, he's kind of a little sometimes. Keep this between us. I actually feel bad for him. Okay. So, yeah, Britt, next year, we are going to set Vegas on fire. I've never been to Vegas. What's it like? It's something Satan's balls would create. Yep. Sounds interesting. Okay, here are your keys to the three rooms. Here is a map of the property. The bar and restaurant is here. The pool is here. The spa is right in front of the pool area, right here. Here's your parking pass. Just place this on your dashboard. You can park in any parking spot in front of the property. Elevator is right behind you. Do you need any help with your bags? No, thank you. If you need anything at all, please do not hesitate to call the front desk or see me in person. No problem. Thank you. Are we all set to stay in this piece of sh- I'm sorry, I should have done more research on this place. I promise you next year, we will go wherever you want. I'll let you guys pick the place. Hell yeah. So I uh, reserved three rooms. One for me, two of you will have to share, and one of you will be sharing with Noodle. Good. I didn't want to stay this whole night by myself in this sh- hole. You can share with me. Is it okay if you share with the new girl, Alex? Yes. No problem. Good. So, here's your key cards. Uh, we are all in the same floor. This elevator smells like grandpa piss. Yeah, it does smell weird. Whatever happened to elevator music? I got you covered, Rachel. <clears throat> Hello, it's me. I was wondering if after all these years you liked me to go over everything. They say that time's supposed to hear you, but I ain't done much healing. Hello? Can you hear me? 
I'm in California dreaming about who we used to be when we were younger and free. I've forgotten how we fell before the world fell at our feet. No love from the other side. I must have called a thousand times to tell you I'm sorry for everything that I've done. But when I call, you never seem to be home. Damn, Alex. That was good. But, Steven? Yes? Can you press the button to our floor? <laughs> Sorry. Isn't this supposed to be a horror story? You gotta be patient. We could have added a tease of horror by now. Yeah, all we got was three people singing in an elevator. I promise you, the good parts are coming. Yeah, right. Sure, Dad. Sure. What are you doing playing with those plain toys? Get rid of them, crush them, trash them. Burn them. Cause we've got a new toy for you, the Living Doll. It's a toy that plays with you. It will hug you when your parents won't. The Living Doll does everything. So go ahead and steal your parents' credit card and order today. You're not legally liable for what the doll does, nor are we liable for any demonic possessions. You bought the doll, you're a problem now. Buy now! What's going to happen on the 13th floor? Will they get some rest? Or encounter the secrets within the decor? Okay, that was horrible! Who wrote this crap? Whoa! Ah! Why the hell would you do that? I'm sorry. You, you got me. You got me good, Noodle. You got me good. Are you waiting long? Nope. Nice to meet you. My name is Alexandra. Hello, Alexandra. You can call me Noodle. Everyone, this is Noodle, who is the host of Noodle's Nonsense. If you would have listened to the podcast, you would have heard her first segment last month. Anyways, Noodle, you just met our monologue writer. This is Rachel. She's the host of Sex Talk. And here is Brid. She has been with me since the very beginning. She's the host of, uh, what's your show called again? Why don't you listen to the podcast, Steven? I'm just with you. She is the host of What the Brit. Alright, I'm going to the room, settle in, and I'll meet you guys downstairs at the bar. I'll be the first one there. See you guys there. If I don't see any of you guys tonight, meet at the lobby at 10 a.m. Gives everyone the chance to sleep in a little bit because, you know, the whole travel day and all that. Sounds good. I'll see you tomorrow. I won't be joining you guys either. See you tomorrow morning. Alright. Good night, you two. <laughs> Uh, hello? Can we help you? I believe you're in the wrong room. Maybe you're in the wrong room? Yeah, but the keycard worked. Excuse me, ma'am. Hello? Oh my goodness, she has no eyes. Are you okay? Do you need us to call someone? Yes, there's the window. We have 13 stories help. Please, let us help you. I can't believe she just did that. I'm going to call the front desk. The phone doesn't work. What kind of place is this? I guess we can go to the front desk and see if... She's gone. What do you mean, she's gone? Where did she go? I I don't know. I told you they wouldn't like the place. I know, it's just... It's Halloween. And I thought it would be fun to stay at a creepy place. I found the creepiest place I could find. But you're right. I should have asked them first instead of surprising them. 
You never know. You guys might like it and have a fun time. Hopefully. Anyways. Going to bed. Super tired. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the time difference. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Yep. Love you. I love and miss you. Miss you too. Bye. Bye. Hello? Hello, mister. My name is Grant. Hi, Grant. Can I help you with something? Um... Are you okay? She said I can't talk to anyone or I'll be severely punished. I think you should listen to your mom. Shouldn't be on the phone calling strangers. I don't have a mom. Oh, well, how about your dad? I don't have a dad. I'm with two scary people who took me from the park and told me that this place was my new home. I haven't seen my parents in a long time. They never let me out of this room. How long ago was that? You know? Has it been weeks? Days? Months? Last time I saw my parents was in 1928. But you're just a kid. Can you help me? What room are you in? I'm in 1306. 1306? Yes. 1306. Are you gonna help me out or not? But that's the same room I'm staying in. Oh no, they're here. They know I'm on the phone. Seriously, tell me what room you're in so I could call the cops or something. They know I hid the room keys. They're gonna get through. I'm scared. You can't be in 1306 because that's this room. Hi. Are you okay? Yeah, I, I just had a freaky phone call. Is Britt and Rachel with you? No, why? We just experienced something freaky too. Yeah? Yeah, there's this woman sitting on the bed crying when we walked in the room. She was just sitting there. We tried calling out to her, but she just ignored us. Then she turned to us. And she had a creepy face. She yelled and jumped out the window. We looked out the window, and her body was on the ground, lifeless. And when we checked again, she was gone. Gone? Gone. So then we came over here. Oh. Is it possible to leave? I'm sorry, but there's no other place we could go to right now. It's also too late and unsafe to drive right now. Would you guys like to switch rooms? Sure. Just don't answer the phone. I don't even know why I answered the phone. I never answer an unknown number anyways. Let's just switch our stuff. I haven't unpacked yet, and I'm sure you two haven't either. We'll just do a quick switch. Sounds great. Noodle, Steven said not to- Hello? Uh Uh-huh. She's right here. Okay. It's for you. Who is it? I don't know. He just said, I need to speak with Alex. Is she there? Hello? 911, what's your emergency? (coughs) What's the problem, ma'am? Oh, there's some guy who's been checking the place out. How? Hello? He went in the back. I- see him anymore. Hello, this is Alexandra. Can you hear me? Is everything okay? I don't know. It's like I'm secretly listening in on the call or something. No one's answering me. Who's talking? It's an I don't call. Hold on. Please, ma'am. I need you to he calm down. He just came down. to my door. He's just standing there. Can you see his face? What does he look like? I don't know. I can't see his face. Please, please send someone so I can help. Please. Ma'am, what just happened? Still there? Ma'am? 
Finally! Something creepy. I really like that kid in the phone thing. Yeah. I really like how Steven works with all women. My favorite is Britt. I feel like she would really hate this slow story, too. I told you all the good parts are coming. Why do I get the feeling that this was the only good part of the story? I promise you the story gets better. Whatever you say, Dad. Welcome back. Let's get right to it and start with Duke. Now, this movie really creeped me out until you finally see the Duke. When you see him, you'll be like, nah, that's not so scary. CGI bullshit. But that movie was like watching The Haunting of Hill House Netflix series. The movie had me looking in the background for him. The book that the mom read to the little boy was creepy as sh**. The movie was creepy as hell when you think you see him or when you hear his voice. Hello. And by the way, f- that kid. So many times I just wanted to kick that f- kid in the throat until the ending when I just felt bad for him. Next are movies from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise. What freaks me out about this franchise is that I heard that it was based on a true story because it is marketed that way. With research, I found out that the events of the film didn't actually happen. Leatherface was based in part on a very terrifying serial killer named Edward Gein. It was reported that Ed made plenty of items from human skin. Things include wastebaskets, belts, aprons, the face mask, and, and more. There was no evidence of a chainsaw that was used in the murder. However, feeling that something like this could happen, or maybe have happened in different cases, and the fact that this story didn't involve an evil entity, ghost, or a monster, just a killer in a psycho family. I, I drove cross-country three times already, and I had to stop in many shady places to use the restroom. And every time we stopped at those places, I thought of Leatherface. Next is Child's Play. Child's Play was my first horror movie ever i was seven years old yep and just like every kid in the late 80s and early 90s who watched it i said dolls that batteries are included scene me up it wasn't until toy story that i started trusting toys again seriously like the big toys that were like chucky still to this day when i see that chucky doll at spencer's the one that's not up the original it still gives me the creeps Next is The Ring. This movie was like the grudge for me. I wasn't scared of the story or the kills. What got me was the whole hair thing. That shit was freaky to me. It still is. After that movie came out, that look of the girl with the hair was copied everywhere. Everybody imitated. I remember going to Bush Gardens Fright Night in Tampa uh, in 2005 with my wife, who was my girlfriend at the time, and with her two friends. They had actors going around with this weird sound box. It sounded like or something like that. It was just like a weird clicking sound. And they would just sneak up to you and quietly just stood there until you turned around. And it was crazy. And they got me twice. You could barely see this woman in a gown, her face. You could barely see her face. It was creepy as Next is The Descent. I remember going to a private premiere for this one a week before it came out. I didn't know what to expect. It was free. And I was like, hey, yeah, fuck it, let's go. And I never saw the trailer. So it caught me by surprise. What gets me with this movie is two things. The unknown and claustrophobia. I would never go spelunking because I am afraid of getting stuck or caved in. And then you add the creatures to that. that. This movie is underrated. Not many people talk about it. If you haven't seen it, you should give it a try. Next is Session 9. I thought it was going to be a cliche horror movie. The typical horror asylum tropes. But it was surprisingly really good. It is more of a character and psychological based horror film. But damn, those recordings were creepy as shit. 
the interior shots of the asylum, that's what really creeped me out. All these shots were creepy. It is a talking movie, so it is important to pay attention and to understand the plot. And when you understand it, when you listen to it, it is creepy. Next is Wreck. This is one of my favorite found footage movies. It was one of those movies that felt real. It is a zombie movie, but it was well executed and a good horror movie for anyone's list. It is scary, intense, and even if you don't like found footage movies, this movie is worth a watch. My favorite thing about it is how people's blood affects how fast you get infected. That is scary and brilliant. One person might turn within minutes. Others, it might be hours. It's a great movie. Next is Martyrs. Martyrs is a horror masterpiece, at least to me. If you can't get through Saw because you were squeamish, this movie is not for you. I love a movie that is willing to cross the line. I like the monster. I like the blood and gore. I don't want to say anything else to spoil it. It's a good watch. If you haven't seen it, watch it. The first go around is really good. It also is one of those movies that you think it would be over at a certain point And you'd be like, oh, if it ended right there, you'd be happy. But there's more. Felt like you got two movies for the price of one. That's what it felt like. Watch it. But I warn you that this movie is not for everyone, but it's damn good. Next is Sinister. The visuals are great. I mean, the intro alone had me like, whoa, this is going to be that kind of movie. All right, let's go. Ethan Hawke was great. That scene when he saw the hands grabbing him in the picture and all those creepy, disturbing movies that he was watching and that lawnmower scene, that scene. The first Sinister is a good one to watch. Next is Ouija, Origin of Evil. The first one sucked. Don't watch that one. But this one did it right. And it was awesome. To start out, that girl was amazing. She brought the creepiness to the perfect level. The stare that she gives, like that slingshot scene, or when you listen to her say some of the craziest shit. There are many people that don't like this movie, but I like it. The only thing I could say that was bad was some of the CGI, but I still enjoyed the movie. Next was Insidious. I was high when I first saw this. I remember many creepy scenes. The first one was seeing someone behind the curtains in the baby room. And that tiptoe through the tulip song? Me up. think that song was fun until seeing that ghost boy dancing to that song that scene and when that dude was taking pictures in the hallway and those two ghosts in white creeped him out well it creeped the hell out of me too the only thing that threw me off that was not scary at all in the movie was the demon's lair that scene just threw me off it felt like it didn't match the rest of the movie and after that i wasn't really scared anymore the last movie i'm going to talk about is actually two movies it's vhs one and two not the VHS viral. That one sucked so bad. Don't watch that one. These two movies are not talked about. Not many people like it. And not many people have seen it. I guess maybe because it has to do with, you know, many people not liking found footage genre. And they're jumping in a trending dialogue. They say, oh yeah, found footage stuff sucks. You know, like they did with remakes. But I liked it. So let's start with the first one. It disturbed me. And after I watched it, I went to bed and I was looking in my closet. I was looking everywhere. Kept the lights on. 
these two movies have a few short films, and I think they were all directed by different filmmakers, which is awesome because you get a different perspective and style for each story. Um, I would have to say that my favorite short in the first one was the whole Skype thing. me up. The second one was not as scary as the first, but it was way more intense. It felt like it was a bigger production. My favorite short has to be the zombie one. It gives you a perspective of the zombie, and I enjoyed seeing through the eyes of the zombie. How? Well, the dude that turns into a zombie had a GoPro on his helmet. It keeps on recording after he changes into a zombie and starts killing people and running around. It was really cool to see. These two movies had a lot of freaky moments that made you say, oh... It had a realistic tone that seemed believable. I mean, when you watch it, you'll know it's fake, but part of you will say, man, can you imagine if that was real? Can you imagine if that happened to you? So that was my top 25. I wish that most of the list had things that were made within the last decade, but we all know that the horror movies of today are not as good. They either go too woke, too tropey, or just a cash grab. There are many good thrillers like Get Out, but they're not scary. They're just thrillers, at least to me. Some might consider them horror, but I define horror as something that should scare the f*** out of you, you know, give you nightmares. I hope that some of these movies that I mentioned you haven't seen and it gives you a chance to experience something new and something different. Hopefully some of you may agree with me and some of you may not. And that's awesome. That's fine. If you have your favorites that I didn't mention, write it in the comments. Find me on social media. Message me. Just let me know, because as I told you, I'm a big movie fan and I'm willing to explore and experience new movies. So thank you. And let's get back to the special. We continue the adventure with out-of-place cats. It looks like they are starting to get scared off their... Ah, ah, ah. Oh, my goodness. I feel sick. How many have you had? <laughs> That's the thing. I only drink half of this cup. And it's my first one. Yeah, me too. What the f***? Is there anything I can get what you both? What the f*** did you put in our drinks? It's secret. You did something to our drink. Didn't you, <laughs> asshole? Hey, come back here. What an ass- Yeah, he didn't even give us our nachos. Oh, wow. James Bond-looking dude coming this way. Where? Damn, he looks absolutely yummy. Uh, looks like he's taken. Sorry, Rachel. Oh, sh- What? Look! Did- did she just stab him? <laughs> yep. Oh, sh- She saw us. Is she coming this way? Brit, what's she doing? She's, 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 she's eating him. You mean she's giving him a blowjob? Oh, she's literally eating his face. Why the f- are you whispering? I don't want that f- to eat my face. Hey guys, ah! whoa! It's just me. What the f- Sorry, you scared us. I didn't mean to. Promise. Look, Steve, that lady is eating that guy's face. Who? Her. What the fuck? Where the hell did they go? Damn, y'all already that drunk? Yes, but I only drank half of this. Yeah, that f***ing bartender gave us something really weird. I kind of love it, though. I'm feeling good. Me too. You know how I'm feeling, Steve? What? I'm walking on sunshine. Whoa. I'm walking on sunshine. Whoa. And don't it feel good? <laughs> <laughs> Come sit, Steve. First, I need a drink. I'm just gonna help myself back here. What's your drink? My favorite drink um, is uh, Bacardi Rum Gold with 
Coke Zero and a Lime. Look at you getting all fancy. Would you like a cigar with that, Mr. Daniel? Hey, it's my go-to relaxing drink, okay? So, let me get you a different drink since I'm back here. Oh, I have one already. But didn't you say it tasted weird or something that the bartender did something to it? Yeah, but it's so good. Yeah, don't take my drink, Mimi. Okay, okay, well, here's to out of place. Out of place. Of course, the power goes out. You guys are okay? I'm good. Me too. Wait, who's grabbing my t- Sorry. I didn't say stop. Hello? I'm not liking this. What the f is going on? What the- Well, that was bullshit. Where's Steve? Steve? Can I get you anything else? Oh! You guy! I'm done, I'm going back to the room. Me too. Can't leave. And why the f not? Because this is where you both die. <laughs> why are you laughing? Because the value said it! Because this is where you both die. Um, Britt? Yes? I, I don't think he's f***ing around. Bingo! Bingo! I don't like the drunk scene. But they weren't drunk. They were poison. He still didn't like it. How about you, Nick? Nick, are you sleeping? Nick! I got this, Dad. Ah! What the heck is wrong with you? Dad was calling you. That doesn't justify you waking me up like that. You like the story? I liked it. Uh, it's, it's good. It's, it's good. Then what happened, Nick? Um, Harper got her face ripped off by Lady Gaga? You're such an... You are uglier than ugly. Don't start something you can't finish, wuss. Go like a tree or something. I swear, sometimes you make me... I think me. the word you're looking for is triggered, snowflake. You're such an... Guys, stop fighting. She started it. He's a snowflake. Can't even take a joke. Piper, stop it. And Nick, stop being a little because you got scared. Both of you stop being a little I'll be back. I have to pee. Thanks for the unwanted info. Like, we all needed to hear what you boys have to do in the bathroom. Whatever. Hello, guys, and welcome to Nerd Talk with Danny Johansson. With your host, Danny Johansson. In this Halloween special, we are going to talk about the movie The Nightmare Before Christmas. So stay tuned. Halloween, isn't it? Well, in today's episode of Nerd Talk, I've decided to talk about the movie The Nightmare Before Christmas. It's a Tim Burton movie released October 29th, 1993. Not only is the story and characters created by Tim Burton, we've also had Danny Elfman doing the music. Danny Elfman and Tim Burton have been working in a lot of movies together. Just to name a few of these examples, we can say Frank and Weenie from 2012, Alice in Wonderland from 2010, Dumbo from 2019, and we have also Beetlejuice. Catherine O'Hara has also been a part of these movies as an actor. In the movie Frank and Weenie, she was Susan Frankenstein. She was also Delia Dietz in Beetlejuice. But the movie that we're talking about this time is The Nightmare Before Christmas, where she was Sally. 
Before we go into today's debate about if this movie is a Halloween or Christmas movie, I am going to tell you about my opinion about this movie. What I like about these movies is the fact that we have Tim Burton creating these characters in the story. You see, I've always felt like Tim Burton has this kind of freaky but child-friendly stories. And then adding Danny Elfman's music to this movie makes it even more iconic because Danny Elfman and Tim Burton is an iconic duo. So what I like about the movie it's in itself when it comes to the story is the fact that we are combining two holidays where kids are involved. You see, when you were a kid, you probably did at least once trick-or-treating. If not, you really missed out. And to add to that, we also have kids celebrating Christmas. If you are not Christian, I am really sorry, but this whole episode isn't for you. Back to my opinion. Last thing I want to add is the fact that this movie is stop motion animated. For those who don't know what stop motion animation is, it is a technique in which objects are physically manipulated in small increments between individually photographed frames, so that they will appear to exhibit independent motion or change when the series of frames is played back. Some other stop motion animated movies that you might recognize are Corpse Bride, Frankenweenie, and Coraline. Last thing I want to say though is that you can hate a Tim Burton movie. If you are, you're a monster. Well, I guess that's not a bad thing right now considering it's Halloween, but you know, still. Now, it's time for me to talk about our debate. <laughs> you see, this movie has had one big question. Is this movie a Halloween or a Christmas movie? My personal opinion is that it is both, but if I have to pick one side, it is more of a Christmas movie. The reason I think this movie should be more a Christmas movie is because we're seeing Halloween characters celebrating Christmas. Well, it is their take of Christmas, but they are celebrating the concept of Christmas. Yes, they may have come from the concept of Halloween, and they live in Halloween town. And not to forget about that the movie was released on Halloween. But I would still consider it to be a Christmas movie. Because, again, they are celebrating Christmas. Anyways, I thank you guys for listening to this Halloween special. Now, if you excuse me, I'm gonna take a drive. See ya! This story's ending better be great! Because so far this Halloween special is causing me to deteriorate. Look, I can't even rhyme properly anymore. Bartender, get me the Bloody Mary. Make that one, no, two Bloody Marys. Ah, ah, ah. I really don't like this place. Yeah, me too. Service on the phone is horrible, and they don't even have Wi-Fi. I've been trying to see if there's anything else close by. I don't think I'm going to be able to sleep tonight. Me neither. Ah! It's okay, it's just the door. Hi, is Steven here? No, we switched rooms. Yeah, he disappeared downstairs. We heard voices when the power went out and then Steve vanished. And the bartender tried poisoning us and now he's trying to kill us. We need to get the f out of here now. What's that? I don't know, but we need to leave now. Go! Oh, I hate the dark. Come on guys, we gotta get the f out of here. You don't have to tell me twice. What about her stuff? Leave that sh We have to leave now. Look, it's that woman that jumped out the window. Run, we need to get to the car. She's right behind us. She's crawling on the roof. Fuck the elevator, go down the stairs. Why would Steven 
place because he's a idiot. I'm so scared right now. I don't want to die. We're almost to the first floor. I'm okay. It's okay. I'm okay. It's okay. Okay. The lobby it is right behind this door. This may seem like a bad time, but I really need to pee. Hardy pissed myself. Shh. I don't hear anything in the lobby. We just have to make a run for it. Are you guys ready? Yes. Nope. Excuse me. Not you again. No, you forgot. You are dead. Are you guys the other out-of-place house? Yes. Get in! Who the f*** are you? My name is Danny. Have you heard my nerd talk? Nice to meet you. My name is... Can we do the formal greeting later? Let's get the f*** out of here! Hurry! I don't want to be here anymore. Um... <laughs> where's Steven? He's gone! Go! Uh. Finally, we have reached the bittersweet end. I give this story a 7 out of 10. We hope you enjoy the first Halloween special. Here is a final message from your number one. What the hell is wrong with me? No wonder they replaced me on Sesame Street. One, two, three snowflakes. Who the hell are you? Uh, uh, I am the Count. Where did you come from? I've been here the whole time. Yes, I was. No, you haven't. Yeah, we would have noticed a damn puppet next to us. I've been watching you three from over there. Wait, ah, ah. Where's ah. Nick? What did you do to him? I told you. I've been here with you. Dad, he's starting to scare me. You know what? What are you doing? Where's my son? I told you. I'm here the whole time. Yeah, I know. He's lying. Piper, please. I'm not going to say it again. I will throw you into that fire! Where is my son? No, no! I promise! I will never hurt the little kids! I was upset! The Dad, we have to find Nick! I know, honey. What is that? I don't know, but just don't leave my side. Stay right next to me. No, deep down inside, you care about me. I'm sorry. I know. But don't tell him that I care. I just... I want to thank you all for joining us for Out of Place's first Halloween special. I really enjoyed working with so many talented people. To my amazing monologue writer, amazing host, you guys are great, and I thank you. And a huge thank you to all of the wonderful voiceover actors that helped me bring this audio drama to life. Listeners, there are a couple of ways to support this show and the people involved with Out of Place. First, you can click the links below of the actor or host you want to support. Show them love. Share their work. Let them know that you like what they do. Engage with them. So many of you tell me privately who your favorite hosts are or tell me your favorite segments. Let them know 
keeps them motivated and excited. But the number one thing to do for Out of Place is to go to iTunes whenever you can and rate the podcast. The more ratings we get, the more people can experience what you have experienced and help expose all of these wonderful people. Next year, the Halloween special will be even bigger. I already started writing the next year's script. I wrote this script in the end of July, beginning of August. Can you imagine what we come up with by starting earlier? I actually plan on bringing in a couple of other writers to make this a hundred times better. Next month is going to have a similar format that you have been hearing since February. However, there will be no touchy topics. Just a couple of Thanksgiving skits with your favorite hosts having fun in their own Thanksgiving way. Just like how the Halloween special was uploaded on Halloween, Out of Place first Thanksgiving special will be uploaded on Thanksgiving. Thank you for listening. I really hope that you enjoyed our first Halloween special. If you have made it to the end, I love you. I appreciate you. Be safe and always remember to smile. Hello? Hello? Don't bother with that. Who are you? I am Andy Kiefer. Oh no. Yes. And now we're going to have a little fun. You don't mean... Please! Please, please don't! Kill me! Pull my teeth! Waterboard me! Starve me! Hang me! Palestinian style! Just, just not this! Come on! Just don't do this! Do you know what I am? Yes. Say it. You? Say it! You're an SJW. <laughs> Just don't. Just kill me now. That's all I ask. Just kill Shut me. Shut up and listen. Connor, please. Please, I, can't. I just can't take those stupid SJW pathetic arguments. Just let me die. Please. It's... it's, it's this is what you want anyways, right? You hate men, so just kill me right now. You have a chance, just kill me. I just, I, I, I don't want to hear your dumb arguments of something that you, you, you probably came up with while you're still living with your damn mom. Just please, end it right now, please. God, I don't believe in God. I am triggered. No! Interim partner violence is a patriarchal system of oppression used by men to control women. Only 2% of rapists are ever brought to justice. The damsel in the stress trope promotes the objectification of women by treating them to sex objects. Close your eggs, you mansplaining racist. Help! This is a you crazy woman is that crazy! Stop mansplaining to me. You're blinded by the dogma of your privileged religion. This is my safe space. Stop disrupting my supportive learning environment. Bigotry, fascist, Racist? I think voter ID laws are a way to perpetuate racism. I get dressed in the morning. I'm triggered. I take a shower. I'm triggered. I get in my car. I'm triggered. People say, Happy Halloween. I'm triggered. Please make it stop. Just stop. Office air conditioning is sexist. So many women in the office sit there absolutely freezing at our desk, trying to type. Women get cold more than men, and the AC is regulated more for a male's temperature than a woman's. And it's Trump's fault.